what's up, dog? Oh man. Oh man, oh man. We're here, man. We in here. Live from the center of the earth. Center of the earth. Oh, God, big brain. How you feeling, player? Pretty good, man. How you feeling? Uh, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in good spirits, man. Yeah, man. I am in uh, some good spirits. Um, not um, not confused spirits. Not jealous spirits. Not bad spirits. I'm in some good spirits, player. Had tunnel vision in the good way. Yeah, man. Um, I was, you see it. I was due for some good energy. <laughs> I got some energy. Say what? You finally got some? Yeah, man. <laughs> I got some what? That sounds bad. No, 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 yeah. No, I was going to say, like, it sounded bad both ways. Like, you know, I guess I, I, I was saying you finally got some good energy. Uh, well, I mean, listen, ju- well, ju- just in case, you know, my, my forearms stay consenting. So it's all good. My forearms stay with the consent. But uh, yeah, man. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 366 this year. Um, yeah, man. No, I'm, I'm feeling all right, man. I got some other energy that's, you know, creeping his head. Um, but in the moment, I'm I'm, I'm in a good space, player. Um, had uh, one of some Milwaukee men this past weekend. Uh, see my father off. Um, I was, uh, I know it, that's, that's a weird question to ask. But. I know, but I know what you mean, right? Um, it was, it was a really good, it was a really good day. Um, a really, really good day. <laughs> I, I can't stress it enough. It was a really necessary day. Um, so to, to get this out of the way, you know, I mentioned last week, you know, I was, I was hoping that certain people would show they did not show. Um, and it didn't cross my mind that there's a chance they couldn't, that they wouldn't show until like talking to one of my brothers on the phone. Like <laughs> it was just like, for me, it was like a foregone conclusion. Yeah. Everybody will be there. Um, no, not everybody was there. No. Which, <laughs> right. You know, okay, and, <laughs> right. It was, oh, oh, word. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, which like. When I first realized, I was like, oh, that kind of sucks. But the thing is, man, you know, wishing that they were there, not even just for me selfishly wishing they were there, but, like, it would have been good for the people who didn't show up. It would have been good for them to show up. Yeah. Um, Because there was just so much, like, good in the air. I know know it doesn't really matter, but, like, did they have, like, a specific reason they didn't show up or, like, all right. the pe- all the people that didn't show up were either people I've never met or one brother that I've only met once. Right on. Um, you know, of of yeah, of of my father's children, you know, the ones who showed up were the ones who I know. Um when's the last time you seen any of them? Um, well, yeah, when's the last time I seen anybody personally? <laughs> right. True. So that's kind of a tough question. <laughs> it's uh it's a similar answer to when I've seen anybody, but not for like for any reason except just me um, you know, being, you know, living in my life. But um no, it was it was it was good, man. Um I, I stood up and spoke. Oh nice. Um, very briefly, very briefly, you ever just be compelled, like you just feel something in your body that, you know, I have to act upon this. Oh yeah. Been um, there. you know, and I, I sat there and it was asked me I wanted to speak and, you know, I didn't at first, but then like my body just changed, um, that, you know, it let me know that like, listen, if I don't say something, I'm, I'm going to feel uh, this, this is a turning point. Back, you'd be like, "Fuck! I should have said something." They're, right. This is a fork in the road. Right. Which way you gonna take? <laughs> Choose your adventure. Right. Goosebumps. B. Even 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 if it was just short and simple. And like, it was still, like, less than thirty seconds. Yeah. I mean, um, you still you still got up and said something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I felt it necessary, and it it it, it felt better. And you know, I felt better for doing it. Um. What I've, you know, I noticed so so many things. Right? I think the most important thing that I've noticed, though, or that I did notice over the weekend, um, it was. Did I say the most important? Thing? I shouldn't say most important, but I guess the biggest thing that I noticed over the weekend. If I didn't say that right the first time, 
Um, you know, I was watching, you know, my oldest brother. Well, I was watching everybody and listening and, and just being in the moment. But I was watching my oldest brother and he's a firstborn, right? He's junior. He carries a junior name. Um, now he had been, you know, you know, he'd been away for a while because, you know, a lifestyle he was living, which eh, I don't know the specifics of, but, you know, I'm listening to him tell it. I can, I can figure it out. You know, a lifestyle that he had lived at the time, he needed to get away from all the influences. Um, and so he went far away, um, you know, up north. And, you know, we talked a lot about, you know, how he felt when, you know, not being around when my mother passed and, you know, just everything. Right. And I can't blame him. Life is life. Right. Life is life. Um, but the thing that, you know, that hit me is that, you know, of of all of our of all of the siblings. Right. Just based on how we each grew up, you know. Me and him were the only ones who who grew up as big brothers. Okay, I've got older siblings, but like my second my second oldest brother, he's the younger brother of you know the oldest. I got another yeah. brother who grew up as an only child. I got you know what I mean. But like me and him, me being the youngest son. Me and him were the only ones who grew up grew up as older brothers, as big brothers. Hectors. It worked. <laughs> and, <Yeah. laughs> and so I saw certain things in him, certain similarities in myself. Um, now, we're, <laughs> now we're, we're, we're hard in two different ways, right? Like, <laughs> I'm, right, me and him are hard in two completely different ways. But we're soft the same way. Like I'm watching him be, a, <laughs> I'm watching him be a husband. I'm watching him be a grandfather. I'm watching him be an uncle, right? And he just like the babies love him, right? And I'm about I'm about everything and and one with the babies. I got I got one baby back, but like I'm everything and one with the babies, right? Yeah. And so I'm watching how he's soft and how the, the babies love him, and he. He um so he had been watching my or taking care of of our father in his last days. So he was like in the trenches, you know what I'm saying? And what I you know, we, we sit here, I sit here, I should say, and you know, especially lately, the theme is like, hey, you're not alone. Right? You're not alone. But I have to admit that I'm clearly a walking contradiction. Because when I sit here and say you're not alone, there's a certain subtext in there that's me saying you can come to me, right? You're not alone. You can come to me. But I am my own advice. I am who I go to for understanding. So I understand the contradiction there, right? But that's part of just big brotherness, a certain leadership role, a certain take on the world role, right? And so, yeah, right. And so my big brother taking care of pops, he took on that role, the leadership role, the putting on me role. Hey, you can come to me. And I'm sure he confides in his wife, but also it's still like, who, who can I go to? Right. And so we went out walking on the lakefront, lakefront area, Milwaukee, and um, talked about that a little bit. Um, and you know, it, it, it's, um, it was a great moment, man. In recognizing that, yeah, he, he needed like somewhere to, 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 to go, you know what I'm saying? And, and I, you know, and I told him the similarities, it's the same similarities I'm telling you now. Like I'm telling those about how me and him grew up as big brothers. And so we, we take certain roles upon ourselves. Um, but it got to the point, man. I, I I embraced my brother, man, and just just held my brother close. Just held him close. Um, I'm a little bit taller than him, and he even laughed. He was like, "Look at me! I'm I'm burying my chest. I'm burying my chest in my little brother." Right? You ain't that. You ain't that tall. <laughs> hey, now relax. <laughs> relax. Okay. <laughs> Chill. Okay, 
Right, listen, I put my Tims on. I'm six feet with my Tims on. Yeah, I mean, six one, six 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 feet and a half with my Tims on. But I stand a good five eleven. Yeah, I mean, but he just he he chuckled at the irony of him being the oldest and burying his head in my heart. And I just, the, uh, I just I he my fault. I just I gotta say like he needed he 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 needed to release. He needed to release. And nice. and I, you know, I feel good for kind of seeing that. And I don't want to like too more too crazy. I know how this could sound. I know I'm not the likable one anymore. I'm Diesel, but <laughs> it felt good to be there and and just embrace my brother, man, and just just hold my brother close. Um, I think I think that was the you know the biggest thing that I noticed amongst you know everything. But it was a it was it was a really great time with 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 my brothers and sister. Um, it was a really great time. What's the uh, what's the age age difference between you and your brother? He is, I would say, cause second bro is gonna be forty two later this month. I think he's maybe like forty five, forty six. Okay. Um, just a ballpark it, ballpark it. Yeah, forty five, forty six. Um, but it was it was it was really necessary, man. Um. Along with that, you know, I would say that my favorite part was actually just driving with my little sister on the way up there. I was actually um, going to say, yeah, that that's that, that's what I was going to, that would be my guess. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, you know, me and sis talk openly and honestly and candidly, right? But we're never in the same room. And so there's always a certain energy that's just different being in the same room. Oh, yeah. um, so, I mean, you know, picking her up, that was a four-hour drive. And we just we just talked about everything we talked about love we talked about our fears in love we talked about our own you know things that we have to admit about ourselves that you know just as far as our own work um we talked about you know what we were going into we talked we talked about everything and that 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 initial drive was great and then just walking into so much love and seeing the love was um was incredible too you know Fuck yeah. Yeah, man. I, um, you know, the day of the service, uh, we actually got there first. Um, literally, me and my sister were the first ones. We were there before they brought the body. Damn. And just, just kind of waited. And then they brought the body in. It was still just me and sis before they, you know, brought the body in. And I couldn't stop staring. I know, yeah. It's I, weird. I just, it never, I mean, it sucks to say I've been to so many funerals, but, like, of course, you know, I went and, and you know, viewed the body, but even from where I was sitting, I couldn't stop staring. It was the Sorry. weirdest thing. It's fucking weird to say, I mean, because, like, I've, I've been there too, man, it's like, I guess, like, you walk in the fucking funeral home, like, and you walk in the funeral home, and, like, the body's not obviously right there. Like, once mm-hmm. you walk in that room, it's like your eyes are just locked. Yeah. It's like, and, like, I don't know, like, like I think it is, like, this is going to be the last time I'm going to get to see this motherfucker. And it was... So, and so it I'm, I'm, I'm going to eye-fuck him as long as I can. You it, know? It, it was just, I was studying the features. I was studying, you know what I, I like, laughed at a little bit? Um, is that, you know, I posted a pic of my pops, you know, when I was a lot younger and I'm getting a lot of messages. Hey man, listen, y'all, you <laughs> spitting image, right? Y'all look just alike, right? Um, the thing I laughed at is that like, we have the exact same facial hair. <laughs> it couldn't grow shit either. Couldn't grow a beard either, dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> mad pics of pop, just the mustache. The the little scruff of goatee and the little hair underneath the bottom lip, like yeah, and I just I found it to be so humorous. I found that to be so funny. Um, you know, that, hey man, you hold that tight. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> and I think what what really uh what you know I um. So I in my memo section, right? I'll write like I I don't like the word poetry. I like I prefer pieces, whatever. But I have a piece um, that I started working on some years back. Um, it's called Blank Spaces. 
And the idea of it is that, you know, last week we talked about how, you know, everybody is different things to different people, right? But the the, the idea of the, the premise of it is, you know, some people only see me as funny. Some only see me as serious. Some people get to see multiple sides of me, right? But eventually, there's going to come a day where, and you know, we'll put, we'll, we'll put it in happier terms. We'll put it in like the terms of like my wedding day. There's going to come a day where all of the people who know me and love me have to fill in the blank spaces for everybody, right? Oh, yeah. The aspects that you know of me that other people don't, the aspects that they know of me that you might, it's 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 a matter of filling in those blank spaces. That'll and, be fun. Yeah, right? And so when, you know, we talked last week about having a little bit of jealousy, um, I realized that, I, it, it's, that, is, that is fair, but I didn't want it to be as negative as I think it sounded at first, even though those are the initial feelings, right? I'm listening to so many stories of you know just so many different stories stories that i would have i wouldn't even born for so it wasn't like i would have been there anyway but a lot of stories that kind of filled in some blank spaces that's good and did you expect to hear those stories i mean you probably did kind of I, you know what, little, I, maybe. I, I should have i should have expected it more um but i didn't i didn't necessarily go into it thinking it that way so, yeah. you know, to hear some of the stories I did and to hear, you know, how you felt about things was, you know, it was it was great, man. I uh, <laughs> we recorded last week and I, I went to my pop's Facebook page. And I'm not sure why I was just I guess I was just compelled to. I went to his Facebook page. He hadn't posted in years, but I was just looking at like the things he spoke about. I knew he was a huge Bears fan. I knew certain things about him, but I've seen certain things he spoke about. Now, I'm sure we wouldn't have agreed on every topic, but to to have been able to pick that brain would have been dope. Um, that would have been dope. Um, and then I thought of, you know, the last time I saw him, last time I saw him again was at my mother's service. And I don't, I don't want to say regret. That's too strong of a word, right? But I could, I can see, I could see the emotion, right? I could see the emotion. Um, I could see his regret, and I wish, I, I, I wish that I was a little more, you know, <laughs> emotionally intelligent uh, that I at least think that I am, and I wish that I, you know, would have had the chance to just be like, "Yo, pop, let's sit down, like, talk to me. What, what are you feeling?" What are you thinking? Could have went, I mean, two ways. You know how that is. I mean, like, I mean, listen, of course. Like, um, fucking, be like, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm, I'm fine. But like, he, what are, you, what are you feeling? You know what I mean? But he wasn't. But I knew he wasn't. So it's, if, yeah. for, for him to say that, he would have been lying to me, and I knew he wasn't fine. So I guess what I wonder is, you know, if he, especially in the years that we hadn't spoken, if he felt like. He couldn't reach out or he couldn't tell me what he was feeling at the time or or what it is. You know what I mean? So, um, again, I don't want to call it a regret. It is something that just kind of came to me today. I mean, in this in this reflective time. But um, like, what do you like? Do you want to keep on pursuing that, though? Like, do you want to like, like say, like. Would you be up to like try to like talk to people that he was closer with before he passed away? And like, what was you know like what was he going through? You know like what was what was going on with him? He did. You know, like, I I did. Um, I mean, and I, and I and I heard stories about what he was going through in his last days, um, which sucked to hear. And I was surprised to hear because I mean, you know, um, a lot of it was. Um, you know, stuff with the hospital, which I won't get into, but I heard a lot about, you know, what he was talking about, at least how, you know, reflected with me um, and my sister and my mother, like the, the you know, how, how he felt. Um, so, yeah, I, I heard a lot of things. I it's, it's one thing to hear it from others, though. 
yeah, yeah. And, and, and wishing, you know, you know, you could have had that chance to hear it directly. And of course, I definitely heard a lot of things directly from him. But, you know, yeah, yeah. So I know what you're saying. Yeah, man. But it was uh, air it was, five. Yeah, man. What I, what I also realized about myself, though, is and this was uh, on the drive back home. That, you know, last week I said I've been giving my heart to the world for in some fashion for 15 years. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that that is the truth. I think I mean, that you're I... Kind of, you're kind of telling it. I mean, you're kind of giving it through the airwaves. Like, that's a bit different than actually presenting... I mean, I, I guess it really goes down to... I guess it really goes, comes down to, like, how you want to present it. You know what I mean? I think I realized that I've been giving my thoughts for 15 years. And my thoughts can create emotions... I think I've only really been giving my feelings, and I'm probably even being generous. I think I've really only been giving my feelings in the last six, six and a half years. And I may be being generous there. And it's six, six and a half years since my mother's passed. Um, and I'm not sure, you know, and, and, you know, it was just, I was listening to a podcast on the way home, and I think that it just kind of hit me because they were saying the same thing how they, they, they don't give their feelings, they just give their thoughts. And I realize I think I've really only been giving my thoughts over that 15 years versus my actual heart and feelings um, for whatever reason. Um, but I think that was an important distinction to make and, and, and to come to. So There are um, two different things. They are definitely two different things, man. Um, but you know, hey, 2020. We know it's been a year. We know it's been a, a time where you you learn so much about yourself. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> but I, I, but yeah, long story short, though, I, I feel, I feel good, man. I feel, I feel good. Um, I'm happy for you. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate you, brother. Um, how are you, man? What's 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 uh, what's happening? Your your head, man. Your heart. Your 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 whatever. Man. Oh man. Doing good, man. Fucking uh, went back home this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, added a couple more names to the list. <laughs> Which list? <laughs> the stupid idiots list. Okay. The list. Oh shit! They're on the list now. No doubt. You just made the list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. It's like it's like time. Yeah, man, it's like that. It's like that. What they drink your? They drink your last beers? Nah, oh, man, I didn't even see him. Oh, okay, 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 okay. But now, like, like, uh, I'm not gonna get into that. But yeah. um, my buddy, my like, I really went up for for this party. My buddy's band was playing. Right. So I know I knew he was busy all day and shit. Fucking get up there, uh, stop my buddy's house in Catlin. You know what I'm talking about, Kevin's. Mm-hmm. Sure. I haven't seen him for a long time because uh, yeah. the COVID shit, his mom's like health or whatever. So he, he's oh, been wow. fucking quarantined for like over 100 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, so I stopped over there. We had to hang out outside. We got shotgun and beer and shit like that, hung out for a little bit. And this is actually like right after you called me, remember? Yep, yep. But now I go try to find this fucking party where it's at, and I can't figure it out because it's way out in the sticks. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, whatever, it's no big deal. Calling the guy, my buddy that's playing out there, he doesn't answer. It's like it's no big deal because he's got a pack of all his shit. Yeah, they got they got to fucking go over the set and shit like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Then I call my other buddy. He don't answer, so like, bro, I'm like straight up, like I'm just driving around mm-hmm. like two hours back home. Right. Cause I have nowhere to fucking go. Right. Damn, <laughs> man. But then, like, I finally met up with everybody, and we go out to this party, and it's fucking tight. Yeah. You know, like, like everybody, like, as soon as I get out there, bro, I wouldn't be out there for, like, 30 minutes. I already, like, had a shotgun, like, five fucking beers, because people were like, <laughs> oh, shit, you're out, you're here. <laughs> right. Oh, you're that guy. You're that guy. Like, even, like, the guy that owns the property is like, oh, I've heard about you. Uh, Been hearing yeah. about you all day. Right, like, oh, right, that, right. That's- that's what's up. That's nah, I mean, we fucking yeah, it was tight. Fucking, they fucking 
they 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 killed it. We fucking blew up like two thousand dollars worth of fireworks. Fucking they shot a fucking propane tank with a fucking AK forty seven, blew that motherfucker up. Uh, it was, it was <laughs> yeah. pretty rad. <laughs> yeah. And then uh I was I was supposed to be here till Monday and then um uh Sunday, like woke up out of my tent, I was like, Holy fuck. Went back to uh, my buddy's house, and then they had to take their friend back to uh, by Chicago. So I was like, "Fuck, I'm just gonna, just gonna go ahead and cut it a day early," mm-hmm. and just said, "Fuck it," and came back down here. Called in one, yeah. Called mm-hmm. one, man. But but I, I mean, really, I did exactly what I wanted to do. It was just go to that party. <laughs> so it was a success. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Successful, successful. How many yeah. titties did you get shown? Dude, I ain't gonna see no titties, bruh. I thought you was a legend. I thought you was HBK. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, yeah, but just like we ain't got no backstage area. I mean, we're in the middle of the like <laughs> You're like, supposed to lie and say like seven. <laughs> man, I, can't, man, I, I ain't never lied. Hey, but what? So three, three and a half pairs? What? <laughs> man, oh. I did have to throw one up though. You Mike trying to keep shotguns. Jeez. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Jeez, pretty fun. They like they wanted me to get on stage. Like it was like a little like trailer stage. They wanted me to get up there like to announce them like like to uh, like be their opener or whatever. Their mm-hmm. hype man, but there's a bunch of kids and shit there. And I was like, oh, this this ain't no this ain't no PG show. You know, this is about to be <laughs> NC seventeen, motherfucker. Off you of titties. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know. I ain't never lied. <laughs> I ain't never lied. Uh huh. But no, I mean it, that shit was fucking. It was fun. Um, yeah. I uh, I got to use my new tent. Uh, whenever oh, they fucking, the whenever they sent that motherfucker in the mail, they must have put the shit on backwards because that shit had two minutes to set up. And we had to take that whole motherfucker apart. Mm. It took about thirty minutes, and it was about a hundred degrees out there. Man, I was wet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You couldn't use any other word. <laughs> I was wet. I went to sleep about four thirty in the morning. Yeah. Fucking birds started chirping and shit. I was like, God damn it! And then, and then like I took a, I was just sleeping in my fucking boxers and my fucking in my tent. I had an air mattress and shit, and I was gonna put my clothes back on that I had in the tent, bro. They were still wet. Paint that, paint that visual. <laughs> yeah, just paint that visual. Just paint that picture. Couple. Yes. Yeah, man, it was... Need that. Something passed out, like, on the grass out there. I, was like, oh. yeah. I, I, I woke up, like, a couple hours before I actually got up to go piss. I seen some hombre sleep on the grass out there. So, oh, fuck, I hope he's all right. I'll go check on him later. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Never checked on him. No. Nope. He's, he's still laid out. <laughs> he's still chilling. It was a good time, man. I, I had a good time. Yeah, man, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. That's what we. That's what we need, man. Some some good vibe, good energy. I want to take the time because I didn't address it a little bit ago. I want to take the time to everyone who who listened to episode seventy five, and who that's going to be one that really sticks out forever. Yeah. Um. So I want to thank everyone who listened, who um, everyone who reached out to me, and 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 said what it meant to them. Um, I've, you know, I've, I've gotten no more than one story of people who cried listening, um, stories of people who, you know, they had their father listen to it. Um, people who wrote letters (laughs) to their fathers because of it. Um, and that's, you know, it's, and that's, it's really flattering. It's, it's really flattering. Um, and, and you know, and again, I, I appreciate it. I, I appreciate it. Um, we do this show for us, but at the end of the day, it's really for all y'all. Exactly. You know, what I'm saying, like we say, you know, you're not alone, and I have to get over the fact that like I be acting alone. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, I got to get over that. You hey, know I mean, me. Yeah. Right. Um, but again, yeah, like we 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 definitely appreciate that that um, some hit. You know, some some hit and it meant that it meant a lot, and that also you could tell us that it meant a lot. Um, so so salute for that. We, uh, I mean, listen, we. <laughs> the thing with this, right, is that like we we're kind of putting a lot on the line. 
<laughs> when we do these. In the sense that, like, especially for me, right? For years, I've been trying to balance, like, like intrigue and mystique, but also giving part of me, but also keeping a mystique. You know what I'm saying? Just be like me, bro. I can't listen. You're only you. You you are the you are the only you. You are the only you, right? But like, <clears throat> you know, we're risking a lot, man. Not even just with like the intimacy of what we talked about last week, but I mean, again, the shit that we talked about. It's like, yeah, like, some, like I'm waiting on one of these days down the line. Like one of my like bosses or former bosses listens to this shit, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying, like. Like he's talking the, about the shit. Fuck him! I should have fired him years ago. <laughs> bruh, right? I remember telling a story about um, laugh at work day and then the white comedian who wasn't funny, and then the other yes. comedian who started out saying like "fuck white people," right? Which is hilarious <laughs> still. But also, like I mentioned it last week about like forgetting that the fattest ass in the room didn't belong to a woman. Oh. <laughs> it was on, a, yeah, right. G- g- dope ass, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I can only imagine, like, the women who have had crushes on me, like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm wondering how this shit's going to age. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like both sides of it, right? The women who might have had a crush on me was like, mm, nah, I don't know. But, like, the women who, like, I may have spent time with, and it was like, well, why weren't, <laughs> why weren't you this open with me? <laughs> You're not a bro, bro. Because I, I was a different man two weeks ago, Susan. Yeah, yesterday, yeah. Was, you know what I'm saying? Dude, yeah, we take this shit day by day, you know? I was a different man. You didn't bring it out of me, I'm sorry. Or, like, the women that, like, I've been, like, had an had a eye on for, like, 12, 13, 15, 17 years who listen in, like, knowing I've been, like, eating around the edges with them. I don't want, listen, I don't want the crust. I want the pie. I want the pie. But, you know what I'm saying? Listen to this, man. I don't know. I might not ever know what the flavor of the pie is. Um, <laughs> as I bite into this cherry, realizing I just lost everybody I ever uh, had a crush on. Oh, um, man. But, yeah, man, we risk a lot doing this. We risk a lot doing for, the good, for, for our own greater good, of course. All the, all the fun shit is risky, though. Ain't it, though? All the fun shit is dangerous. Ain't it, though? You know, it wouldn't be fun if it wasn't dangerous. Man, tell it. Tell I mean, it. you know how I live. <laughs> <laughs> Rough. <laughs> Rough, my guy. I, I actually, I mean, I'm pretty sure people think I live a lot, uh, a lot rougher than I actually do live. But on them certain nights, we crank it up. Hey, you go, know that. Go with it, man. Feed into it. Feed into I mean, it. Hell. We, hell. uh... We spend this first X amount of minutes, but this is a wrestling podcast. We're not sure how much is real and how much is, you know, when the bell rings. It's all real when that bell rings. <laughs> it's all real. <laughs> oh, man. I was, I was actually just watching, uh, before we got on, uh, I was watching uh, Jake the Snake on the Joe Rogan show. Really? My God. Uh-oh. Like the like, whenever I ended it, he just got to tell him the story about uh, whenever him and Macho Man, whatever fucking the Snake bit Macho Man, yeah, yeah, they were backstage and like, bro, Jake the Snake killed the Macho Man voice, <laughs> went through the whole shit. He was like, but he, he had fucking Jake the Snake actually get bit by the snake because he he yep. didn't think the motherfucker still he thought the motherfucker still had venom in him. Still had venom. <laughs> 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 he was like, yeah, bite. He had the snake bite him. It was like, don't don't you go anywhere. <laughs> Been for like ten minutes. Don't leave the room. I want to see all of this. Yeah, man. This this uh, this art form we love is 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 crazier uh, crazier than most. I mean, like, dude. I mean, just before that, I mean, he's fucking talking about he's fucking wrestled Steamboat for ninety three days straight. I mean, that's like that's insane. Different. I actually saw Jake Roberts live. Um, in Nashville, like, you probably didn't. say it again. You probably didn't. You probably didn't like him, did you? No, it was dope. Um, cool. it was him and Jim Duggan telling stories, and Jake told a story about how he uh 
<laughs> how Rick Rude, and I'm gonna try to keep. I'm gonna tell the abridged version. But Rick Rude back in the day, he was doing the program with Rick Rude. How Rick Rude would like pull a woman out of the crowd and like make out with him in the ring. Well, to pull a rib on Rick Rude, um, Jake had like new Miss Ohio. And of course, Miss Ohio was a baddie. And so before <laughs> before the show started, Jake took Miss Ohio and um, uh, how do I want to say got topped off in the back seat? Like, how do you say that? You just said it. <laughs> Is that how you say it? Is that yeah, how you, you say just it? Said it. <laughs> and um, then uh, yeah, he pulled Miss Ohio out of the crowd. And yeah. Yep. Look at Jake. He uh, he wasn't an attractive dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> he said he wasn't. He was not an attractive dude. He's you know? scuzzy. He's out, yeah, definitely big time scuzzy. <laughs> Pulling Miss Ohio, you know. Like, right. just props, Jake. I mean, that's what she like. Man, see. That's what oh, she like. But I got something going for me. Needless. <laughs> but uh, needless to say, Rick Rue was not happy. <laughs> no, I remember hearing about that story. Yeah, that was. I, I, I wonder what the backstage looked like after that. You know, clear, clear it out. <laughs> clear it out. My he, dude, he said fucking Piper pulled a gun on him for fucking coming up behind him with a snake one day. <laughs> <laughs> the eighties was wild. Eighties <laughs> was wild. That was way too much cocaine. Man, yeah, no, I, yeah, that's one of the things that he was talking about the most. He's like. You couldn't wake me up in the morning if you didn't have a line waiting on, like, wine for me. Oh, no. That's fucking wild, man. No. Boy, need hobbies. Man, I got on that DDP yoga and changed his life, he said. Yeah, well, hell, it only took 25 years. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I think it's a good time to push forward, man. Uh, let's uh, want to thank you all for pressing play on episode 76 of the hard camera T-H-C-L-X-X-V-I and I am your guy Juve J-U-V just under your visual sitting here with my tag team partner <clears throat> Big Ren the legendary and together we are the road warriors Big Ren let them know they can reach you on the social medias dog you got it amigo you guys can go ahead and find me on uh, the old Twitter and the old Instagram and uh, and the new TikTok at uh, a motherfucker a underscore m a a f h u c k a and y'all motherfuckers can also find me on Snapchat moffed up three sixteen m a a f f h h d u p three one six. All right. No doubt, man. Hit me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvie Desayuno. That's J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out Facebook.com slash Juve. There's stuff on it. And, of course, uh, hit us up on the show page, man. Twitter and the Instagrams at The Hard Camera. At The Hard Camera. Who would have thunk it? But above all else, among a few other places, you're listening to us on Spotify. Great content, heartwarming content, heart-building content, content that hopefully will help us pay our bills. Fucking broke, dog. <laughs> I'm broke. I'm broke. <laughs> Big rent. Hey, watch out for that TikTok, man. I've been hearing some wild things that, uh, Bro, that I believe uh-huh. 100%, but... It's been here, like, today, actually. Yeah. I don't know about that TikTok, partially because I'm too old, mainly because I'm too old and I'm not that kind of entertaining. But um, yeah, man, along with all the other stuff. I mean, listen, they, information stealing type deal shit. It, it, exactly. And the thing is, like, they've been had it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm looking at my phone that I can access with my fingerprint. Um, Restaurants that, like, if I just press the first number of my debit card, they'll fill in the rest for me. Um. So they've been, we they they've been had it, but um, yeah, man, you mess with them clocks, man, them TikTok clocks, player. I don't know. I was actually thinking about like deleting it. Yeah. Cause like I mean like, I mean that's the only place I got haters on. Really, like it's funny. (laughs) You gonna delete it because of the haters, not because of the? No, hell no, I ain't gonna delete it just because of the haters. Okay. 
<laughs> about to say, you know, priorities. I ain't built that way. No doubt. Hell. <laughs> Hell. My guy, we had night two of Fighter Fest. Before we get into uh before we get into what we thought of it. Now, if y'all remember last week, the way that uh we, we predicted, uh we guaranteed that the tie would be broken. And the tie has been broken, Ren. Big Ren went three for five, taking his total to twenty two of thirty seven. I forgot to actually get what the percentage is. So let's get it now. 22 of 37, 59.45%. You got Juve went 4 of 5, taking the total of 23 out of 37 for 62.16%. It took me a couple months, man. But I had to get you, dog. It's all good. And now I gotta be chased. I, I, I got. I got a taste of. I got a taste of the, the winnings. So the I mean, winnings. That's, that's all I needed. And you know? you know what? We uh, listen. It's only July. <laughs> Fuck. It is only. <laughs> ju- <laughs> I know what that meant, but yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, man. Um, it's only July, so we've got a long way to go throughout this year. We're only thirty-seven matches in. We got a long way to go. Uh, Fighter Fest night two. What'd you think of it overall, my man? I actually enjoyed it better than the first night. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. I think I did too, as an overall effect. Um, it was a little, it was a little more, it was a little better than you know what I'm saying. Just Keith on top in the bowl. Um, but yeah, I think I think the lineup was a little stronger. Um, I'm we're probably in agreement that you know the eight man tag and the uh, Jericho Cassidy match were probably the the two two matches of the night. They were then followed by the opening match, the mm-hmm. private party. Yeah. Um, and even the six-man tag, I actually liked a lot more than I thought I would. Um, yeah, it was fun. Dark yeah, Order and SCU. Some, shit in there. Yeah, real, real storyline driven. Let's start at the top, man. Um, Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega um, defeat Private Party. Uh, in a match that was only announced last week, as as Private Party defeated Santana and Ortiz, kind of a, a a match to to fill in that blank spot that um, John Moxley and, and Brian Cage created by having to push it back a week. What did you think of the match overall? I enjoyed the hell out of it. It was a perfect match to start the night off with, mm-hmm. and uh, I actually think Private Party shined a whole lot more than uh, Omega and Hangman on that one. I'm with that. I'm with that. Um, almost as they should. You know, Hangman and Kenny are established. You know, private parties on the way up. They got the uh, the Matt Hardy seal of approval. Um, so yeah, any look they can get, you know, to to build them up, I'm I'm down for. I like Private Party. They've got to yeah, t- they've got to tighten up some of their offense for me. Definitely. Um, there there's some sloppy pieces, especially with how like elaborate some of their offense is. Um, yeah, yeah. If if you want to be that elaborate, like you definitely have to work on it. Because and and, and I'll be like honest, shit. elaborate is is a nice word for contrived. Um, mm. but elaborate. Their offenses, some of their moves are kind of elaborate. If they were you know a little tighter put together, you know they would hit a little more. But um, so you know I think that's just the youth, the youth of it all. I think they're like twenty two and twenty three. That's just the youth trying to show off their athleticism. But once they, you know, tighten up the execution, you know that you know that's one less hole in their game. Yeah, yeah, that fucking springboard off the middle rope was fire. That was fire. Yes, <laughs> that was absolute fire. Um, I don't think I've ever seen that before. Jumping over no. the top rope to the outside on the middle rope and hitting the yeah, that was hard. That yeah. was hard. Oh, <laughs> um, I like that. I like that. Look at that. I feel like, I mean, I feel like we could tell kind of like, I don't know, maybe just the way the match was going, like, Private Party, they they killed it for the first three-fourths of the match. Mm-hmm. A showcase and, for them. What, yeah, exactly. A good showcase for them, yeah. But the way Hangman was looking at the end of that show, like, I was kind of waiting on him to steal on fucking Omega. Just Listen. for some fucking... <laughs> as you know, that that story is building. That story is building, and and as you know, next week, you know, it's the Bucks and Kenny Omega 
versus uh ba 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 why am I forgetting? It's the elite versus um help me out. I'm blanking. The inner circle? No, it's not the inner circle. Um it's a it's a it's a six man tag. It's a it's a three man team. I'm blanking, but the point of it is Hangman Page isn't in that match. Which is another, you know, an- another nice way to build, um, you know, build whatever story they're gonna tell. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Um, next up was um, Lance Archer and Joey Janela. I mean, I know we have it. You no, know, I shouldn't say we haven't ranked last. I imagine we haven't ranked second to last versus do it with the, with the Nyla Rose handicap match, only because that was more storyline driven too. Um, we talked about last week how you know you know who's gonna win the match, right? We had we had no no doubt in mind that Lance Archer was going to win, but they have abilities to put together a match that still makes the loser look really good. Um, Joey Janela was not going quietly. Fuck no, he never does. No. So my buddy, my buddy sent me a video of him a couple of weeks ago. Remember, uh, he got thrown off the roof, or is that power bomb off the I roof? You're telling me that, yeah. I, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's Joe Janelle. He's in fucking AEW now. And he texted back. He's like, he's still alive? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's, he's definitely yeah. still alive. He's getting yeah. fucking wild. Yeah, man. And and even, you know, even in the finish, right? Like, he fought out of, you know, um, you know Lance Archer's finishing move mad times. But then that, that I mean, through the table <laughs> at the very end. Um, I mean, that puts him over strong. It's more, you know, never say die. But, uh, you know, Joey Janela, of course, in the midst of that entertaining tag team with, with Sonny Kiss, Lance Archer, you know, rebuilding himself to, to go murder things um, with his with his murder hawk. Um, so we'll see what's next. We'll see what's next. Uh, what was next? Was that the Brian Cage announcement? Yeah, it was the, the FTW belt. <sighs> what do you think about that, man? I thought it was a fucking rip on the uh, new... Um U.S. titles, or the new U.S. title on WWE. Really? Are you not? Are you not familiar with the with the FTW title? Not. So Taz created that title in ECW. When uh, I'm in the original original ECW, and I'm trying to remember the exact story, but he wasn't granted a title shot, or was looking to get a title shot, and, and they weren't granting him a title shot, so he just made his own title, uh, the the FTW title, and began defending it as if it was its own world title. Um, and you can imagine sounds what. Like, sounds like some loser ass shit, dude. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Back then, no, but that's my issue with it now. It feels like some loser shit now, because if you have a world title match next week. Why would you debut the new title the week before? That's Brian, two belts. That's some, but that's that's dumb. <laughs> that's, that's dumb. Oh, it is. It definitely is. It's something you should do after you lose the title match. Like, okay, I lost the title match, but motherfuckers still can't fuck with me. I got my own title. I got my own title, the FTW title. But to do Here's it the week before. Right. Well, I mean, to do it the week before just screams out, I'm going to lose this match. Yeah, no, I'm fucking with that. You know what I'm saying? Had they waited another two weeks, because Brian Cage is clearly a monster. He's an animal, right? Had they waited two weeks, it would have felt a little bit more legitimate versus, hey, I've already got this title, so when I lose against John Moxley, I've already got a storyline built in. Nah, you, you, you're telling the story backwards. <clears throat> no, no, I'm with you on that. That's it, it was weird. I mean, like as soon as we like as soon as they walked, he walked out there and he had that shit under the fucking cover. Mm-hmm. Like we knew what the fuck it was. Yeah, I I didn't necessarily know some of the FTW title because mm-hmm. like I said I've never seen it before. Yeah, but yeah, I knew it was gonna be a belt. It could have, uh, yeah, just just you know, could have went a little differently. Um. Up next, Nyla Rose defeated uh, two uh, jobstresses um, and announced that she has hired a manager. She won't tell us who just yet. Uh, got any ideas who it might be? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of hard too, right? Like I was imagining, I was imagining some kind of legend 
So, I mean, you got, you know, Arn, who manages, you know, Cody. You've got Tully, who manages Sean Spears. You've got Jake Roberts, who manages um, Lance Archer. Maybe we get, like, I'm just, you know, spitballing. Maybe we get Medusa. Okay. Maybe, um, but then again, maybe we get, like, a woman, you know, known for size, like a sizable, you know, um, not necessarily like an awesome Kong, because I think she'll still come back whenever, you know, whenever it's time. But um, I don't know. I don't know. I imagine it'll be a woman. But I think it'll be like smaller. I mean, like if, if it's going to be like, it'll be smaller person for the visual, right? For the visual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Um, I wouldn't mind it being Medusa. I mean, I would kind of fit in line. One of the one of the the greatest women of all time. You're not gonna see Trish Stratus in the AEW ring. Um, I don't know who. I really don't know who else is left. As far as, you know, I don't think you'll see Molly Holly in, in this role. Um, so yeah, you know, if I had to bet, yeah, I I throw a couple pennies on Medusa. A couple pennies. Um, moving along, man. We had the eight man tag. Excuse me. And uh, you called it, man. Uh, Los Lucha Bros and the Butcher and the Blade defeating the Bucks and FTR. Um, this was fun. I really like this. This is a this is a barn burner, man. Drop yeah, down, man. smack down, fucking fight. <laughs> Fat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I really, really liked how the Bucks and FTR were like super on the same page once they finally got over the egos. And started doing each other's tag team moves. Yeah, that was really that was really fun. That was a nice touch. It helped because, it like, I mean, like, it, I mean, it didn't even need to help because I felt like going into this match, both teams, they're fucking. I mean, not necessarily butchering the blade. Like, I don't feel like butchering the blade is up there with Lucha and fucking Young Bucks and FTR. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it was. It was it was a all around fun fucking match. I mean, it was. It the was, tag team yeah. match they had tonight was just fucking awesome. They were all good. They were all really good. I liked that. Um, you know, it was only the one miscalculation, and it wasn't one of those things like we kind of talked about before. Like they were never in jeopardy of fighting, right? They they had egos in the sense that like Dax and Cash didn't want to tag in Matt or Nick at first. And, you know, the first time they did, it was begrudgingly. The second time they did, it was begrudgingly, and they, they had to do it because they were both hurting. But eventually, once they got on the same page, they, like, they were well-oiled. They really, they were putting it together. It was the one miscalculation, and that was all it took because, of course, the Lucha Bros and, and you know, the Butch and the Blade are, are, are no slouches, of course. Um, and they took advantage and, and, you know, got the W, got the win. Went to the pay window, if you will. I got that one. I'm glad I got that one. <laughs> that was a good call. Good call. Good call. Um, what did we have right after that? Was that the uh, the six man tag? Um, yes. SCU taking on Brody Lee, Mister Brody Lee. My apologies, Stu Grayson and Colt Cabana. Um, I like this match more than I thought I would. It was it was a fun one. It was they they went in. Yeah. SCU always puts on a good fucking match. It made and, it... Uh, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say SCU always puts on a good match. And then, I mean, Brody and and Colt. And who else was with him? Uh, Stu Grayson. Stu Grayson, okay. And we knew they were going to fucking come to play. Great showing for Stu Grayson. Um, yeah. I think he was probably the standout as far as... He could, I mean, he could have easily gotten lost in the bigger story of Colt Cabana and Brody Lee, Colt Cabana and the Dark Order. But a uh, great showing for Stu Grayson while still continuing that story. I mean, they, you know, I, I liked what I, th- I believe it was Excalibur saying, you know, Mr. Brody Lee keeps giving Colt Cabana opportunity, putting him in position to achieve, right? Giving him opportunities to achieve. Um, and slowly but surely, you know, it looks like Cole Cabana might accept those opportunities, right? They were saying ever since he, you know, walked into Brody Lee's office, he has not lost a match. See, like, this is also a fucking perfect opportunity for Colt to figure out everything that Brody does. Once the opportunity does come up, he mm-hmm. says, fuck you. 
and we get a nice match. Now that you know, that makes me wonder: Do you think Colt leaves, like he gets in to blow it up from the inside, or do you think Brody Lee murks him when he's just <laughs> tired of him? See, uh, fuck. Both of those were fantastic outcomes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like I just said, I mean, Colt Cabana's just there, just to kind of figure out Brody Lee and says, "Fuck you, dog." Yeah. And tries to leave, but just gets killed. <laughs> Nobody leaves the Dark Order. Nobody. Blood, blood in, blood out. <laughs> I, um, you know, it's 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 actually making me care a little bit um, about Colt Cabana. I, I've, I. I mean, this is some podcast, but I'm not like a fan of, of Cole Cabana's work. Um, but it has made me care a little bit about, you know, where the story goes next. So, see, I mean, that, I mean, you can't say that for some of the other companies going on right now, though, can you? We, I, I don't want to dog anyone else in the main. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying, I mean, this I'm is, not trying to say that, but you, you know already what I mean? did. You already did. I mean, <laughs> like, you're getting invested in, in a character. Sure, absolutely. Absolutely, yes. That's, that's that's the way I should have put it. Originally. It's all it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Um, but yeah, you know, um, making me care a little bit. So I'm, I'm I've got some slight intrigue as to where this is going. Um, Coca Band is playing this well. You know, on one hand, he is tentative, but is clearly grateful. So I'm looking forward to see where it goes. No doubt, no doubt. We end the night with Chris Jericho defeating. Freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. We did not get the double countout that uh, yeah. that that Ren thought we would see. Um, I just like, I, I, I throw those little those little things in the in the in the picks, you know, just in case it does happen. Yeah, I'm keeping keep people on their toes. You know, yeah, you remember fun. remember when you chose uh, Tommaso Ciampa to win the Johnny Gargano Adam Cole match? Why are you gonna bring that up? I'm just saying, you, you're keeping the people, you're keeping the people engaged. <laughs> Keep them on their toes. I wonder, many, I wonder how many other people are like this motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck is going on here? Uh, <laughs> yo, that is funny. That is funny. Um, but you know, kind of went how exactly I thought it would go. You know, great showing for Orange Cassidy. He gets over even in a loss. Orange Cassidy has that kind of character where he doesn't necessarily have to win all the time. Um, I think all of his wins have been on like AEW Dark. Like he has a six and five record. I don't think I've ever seen him win anything. So all like his wins are on AEW Dark. But he's got the kind of character that like the character enough keeps him over. And when he's actually wrestling, like trying, when he's actually trying. <laughs> It, it brings a character out that much more. So he doesn't have to win the big one. But when he eventually does win a big one, it's going to mean that much more to it. Bro, it'll be huge. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we all know he doesn't give a fuck about nothing. He was wearing the same shirt from last <laughs> week when he got his fucking ear busted open. True enough. I think that means a little differently than the normal not caring. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, like that's like me not caring. Like, I think that was a sign. I think him wearing that shirt again was a sign of him caring. That shirt, I think that was him caring. Man, see, like, like I don't think this guy's ever had a care in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, I think he cared a little bit. I mean, getting getting bopped up with some oranges might <laughs> might uh might inject you with a little care. Injected with some vitamin C's. No d- vitamin C's, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, but no, nah, man, I liked it. I liked it overall, man. Any uh, any other thoughts on the on the AEW Fighter Fest night two or overall? They did a hell of a job on both nights. I enjoyed it. Yeah, they finished strong, man. They finished strong. Like I said, I, I kind of like night two a little bit more. Uh, night one was definitely no slouch, but uh, I think night two had a little more, a little bit more punch, uh, a little more punch to it. Um, and actually. I was looking to see what was um, announced for AEW's Fight for the Fallen next week. Um, it's the Elite versus Jurassic Express, by the way. And that uh, that, that slipped my mind. Uh, along with that, FTR taking on the Lucha Brothers, which is going to be good with a G. 
Uh, AEW's uh, world champion John Moxley taking on Brian Cage. Now on AEW Dynamite, they announced that they would learn next week who uh, will be taking on Cody for the TNT Championship. It has been announced here, at least you know from what I'm seeing now. Would you like to know? Would you like to guess? It is a current member of the roster, and it is a name that uh, I mentioned earlier. Is it? It is not. But you're close. Indirectly. You're very close, actually. Joey? Closer. Sonny? Sonny Kiss taking on Cody for the TNT championship, at least according to what I'm looking at right now. We'll see uh we'll see what they may do. That's 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 gonna be fun. I'm listening, I'm into the TNT championship thing with Cody. I'm really into that. Uh, I'm getting more and more into the Sonny Kiss Joey Janela relationship, the Sonny Kiss character. Um, Sonny can I, Sonny I, can go. Have I thought they were gonna have that match tonight? Which one? The TNT title match. No, because he defended against um, uh, Hager last for, week for, for night one. Yeah, so I mean, Fighter Fest being one big show, I doubt they were gonna do you know a night two TNT championship match. I know they did two you know two tag team title matches. That was just kind of a you know, making the best of a situation. But, no, I didn't expect Cody to be defending it again. Mm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, you know, things are still going. It is the summer of the hard camera. Next week, we'll be back with Extreme Rules. And that the breakdown, horror show. The horror show at Extreme Rules. I'm scared, still scared, going to be scared. Yeah, um, man. I'd be remiss. Did you uh, – so I accidentally spoiled – um, NXT's main event. Did you see it? Did you see it? Or you know who won? I seen it last week. Oh, you oh, so you read the spoiler last week? It's in the picture. Okay, so I did a really great job of not spoiling it <laughs> with the headline, and then right before I started fight for the um, fighter fest, I just was scrolling through the internet and it was like, uh, just ruined it for myself. Um, congratulations. Now, spoiler alert, congratulations to Keith Lee as he defeated Adam Cole for the NXT Championship. I'm definitely going to have to go back and watch that. Um, definitely see how that went. I was expecting like a schmoz. I was expecting a double DQ, uh, double countout, something like that. Um, Some shit I'd pick. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not expecting them to, to – I wasn't expecting them to do that, to, to really you know make that title change. But uh, I'll have to go see that, man, see how that goes. I got to see Johnny Gargano. And and uh, um, swerve. Did uh, do you know how long that ma- that main event lasted? I have right. no, I have Even if you no idea. Don't want to say here, okay? No, I have no idea. Um, I imagine it was it was full. I, I imagine they got the twenty twenty close to twenty five minutes, maybe twenty five with entrances. But I, I imagine it was full. So. But y'all definitely have to go see that. Any other thoughts, man, on on the week that was, uh, or or the week that will be? Uh, I got a mullet now. Okay, you want me to close the show now, or <laughs> no? No, I'm just, I got a mullet. And, man, yeah. I mean, I wanted to bring that up earlier, but I forgot. Word. <laughs> but no, uh, no, it was, it was a good week of wrestling. Yeah. Um, it's a good time back home, and uh, Push fuck me. yeah. True enough. That is the exclamation mark. I'm, I'm with that, man. Let me know they can reach you on the social medias, bro. <laughs> you got it, man. <clears throat> uh, yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Maybe soon to be deleted TikTok. <laughs> a motherfucker. A underscore M A A F H U C K A. Y'all can also find me on Snapchat at Mofta of 316 M A A F F H H D U P. 316. Check it out, y'all. No doubt, man. Hit me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvie Desa. You know, that's J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out Facebook.com slash Juve. Go see the stuff on it. And uh, check out the show page. Absolutely. Go check out the show page at The Hard Camera. Twitter and the Instagrams at The Hard Camera. As we said, man, you know, a little bit of a shorter episode tonight. We had just a recap episode. I forgot what that was like to have just a recap 
episode. But uh, again, the summer of the horror camera continues. We'll be back next week, uh, running down the the horror show known as Extreme Rules. Um, again, again, again. Uh, Best of Volume Four will be dropping on August fourteenth that weekend. So uh, be on the lookout for that. That's going to be a great one. That's going to be a great one for real, for real, for real, for real. Uh, but above all else, man, among other places you can reach us, you're probably listening to us on Spotify. Great content, heartwarming content, heart building content, content we believe in, content that will hopefully one day help us pay our bills. Fucking broke. Because I'm broke. Big time. And I'm broke. I did a lot of traveling this weekend. I bought a lot of food. I paid $46 for parking, and they swore I was saving $10. Shit. Disgusting. Disgusting. Help us pay our bills. <laughs> I am your guy, Juve. I'm sitting here with my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are the Road Warriors. The Road Warriors. <laughs> until, <laughs> until next time, we'll see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. Salute.